0: What if you could further gender equality and your financial goals? Well, Index IQ now offers a Gender Equality Exchange Traded Fund, or ETF, that looks to do both. Created in alignment with the nonprofit Girls Who Code, the IQ in Gender Equality ETF, ticker EQUL, or equal, seeks to benefit both your portfolio's potential and our world. It's part of IQ Dual Impact ETFs and their mission to do more. Make an impact. Visit equletf.com. Refer to the episode show notes for important information about the fund. And read the prospectus carefully before investing. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting visionaries, Today's visionary was an artist whose choice of medium was as wide-ranging as her subject matter. She worked in acrylic, in graphite, in ink, and in watercolor. She worked through surrealism, feminism, Mexican muralism, and environmentalism. And although her career spanned nearly eight decades, she only recently gained recognition as a woman in her 90s. Let's talk about Lucita Hurtado. Luchita Hurtado was born in 1920 in a city on the coast of Venezuela. When she was eight years old, Luchita immigrated to New York City. She, her mother, her sister, and two of her aunts all shared an apartment. After graduating from high school, where she studied fine art, Luchita began volunteering at La Prensa, a Spanish language newspaper. There, she met Daniel de Solar, a much older journalist. And when Luchita was just 18 years old, they married. Danielle was well-connected in New York's artistic circles. Through him, Luchita befriended giants like the sculptor Isame Noguchi and surrealist Roberto Mata. But Luchita and Danielle's union was short-lived. When their second son was still an infant, Danielle abandoned the family. Luchita, now the sole provider for the family, worked as a window dresser for department stores and as a freelance fashion illustrator. The friends she'd made through Danielle remained, though, and Lucita circulated through New York's top art galleries. She continued making art, taking classes at the Art Students League. She met surrealist painter Wolfgang Pollen, and in the 1940s, Lucita and her two sons joined Wolfgang in Mexico City. Lucita's charisma and charm quickly endeared her to the local art community. She became friends with neighbors, like Frida Kahlo, and traveled around the country collecting art. Painting and drawing remained a constant for Lucita, albeit a secret one. Her work at the time reflected pre-Columbian themes, mirroring the works she saw in her travels. For a few years, Lucita's life seemed to have found a rhythm. But then tragedy struck. One of her sons died of polio. Lucita wanted to have another child. Wolfgang did not. The family moved to California in 1949, and Lucita and Wolfgang separated soon after. Around that time, Luchita reconnected with artist Lee Mulliken. Lee was deeply involved in the Dinaton movement, an artistic wave named after the Greek word for possible. Luchita was drawn to the movement and its themes of mysticism. In 1951, Luchita moved to Los Angeles. She lived there for the rest of her life, raising two more children with Lee and supporting Lee's career. Luchita would create her artwork at night, when the rest of the house was asleep. When asked about her practice, Lucita would later say that making art was a need, like brushing your teeth. In the 1970s, as feminism became an international movement, Lucita began going to consciousness-raising circles. These groups were a foundational part of second-wave feminism, encouraging participants to share personal experiences and fostering a sense of community. Lucita's work was featured in a few group exhibitions, but outside of her California community, she remained unknown. That changed in 2015. Luchita's husband, Lee Mulliken, had died in 1998. His studio director was organizing the artist's archives when he came across a collection of work he'd never seen before, marked with the simple LH. He asked Luchita, who'd gone by Luchita Mulliken for decades, if she knew who'd created them. As the story goes, she simply replied, well, me. Luchita was, at that point, 95 years old. The next year, in 2016, Lucita had a gallery show, her first in more than 40 years. She was then featured by the Hammer Museum in Los Angeles. Hauser and Wirth, one of the world's biggest galleries, hosted a solo show of Lucita's work in New York. She was named to the Time 100 list and received a Lifetime Achievement Award from Americans for the Arts. The whole time, even during her brief moment in the spotlight, Lucita kept creating. Artwork is a diary, she said, It's really notes on your living, on your life, and you can't help but put it down. Uchida died in 2020. She was 99 years old. All month, we're honoring artistic visionaries. For more information and for pictures of some of the work we're talking about, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. And special thanks to Alessandra Tejeda, who curated this month's theme.